ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Is it just me, or is it getting really hard to figure out the best way to save for retirement? Fidelity can help you find clarity so you can save the best way for you. With a free personalized plan, goal tracking, and timely insights, you'll be set to take on retirement your way. Get started at fidelity.com slash future. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services member NYSE SIPC. Hi, friends. You're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. It's so good to be back with you after a week away, and I hope that you all had such a lovely, lovely holiday. You guys, we've hit a fresh start unicorn. It's January 1st, and it's a Monday. Motivation can get higher than this, right? And yet we all still might be afraid of January 2nd and 12th and 30th and how horribly we'll fail at all the things we want to do before we ever get out of this month. So today we're going to talk about how to set goals like a normal person. How can we move into this new year with intention without feeling like a robot who is destined to fail? I can't wait to show you how. In the playbook today, we're going to talk about goals, what they are, more importantly, what they're not, and how they can be part of our lives without running our souls into the ground. You ready? Let 2018 begin. So what's a goal? The, de uh, the dictionary says it's the object of a person's ambition or effort. Another definition is an aim or desired result. Makes sense. And yet there is so much weight in that simple definition, right? It's the object of our ambition. Do you guys sometimes feel like ambition is an icky word? I do. So goals require ambition and ambition is a strong desire to do something that requires hard work. I don't know about y'all, but I don't have a strong desire for much of anything except a nap. It takes a lot of mental energy to figure out what I want enough to really work for it. We're usually just so tired with life and hyper-focused on the needs of people around us that our own goals and dreams seem unimportant. Ambition feels foreign and selfish. Thinking of goals as an aim or a desired result makes a little more sense, but we, what are we aiming for? What result will actually make us feel fulfilled? I think we set ourselves up with too much of an ideal, one that realistically will be hard to accomplish without a lot of ambition and effort we just don't have. I have an aim of being a size four. Okay, I'm 36 years old, I've had three kids, my knees are bad and prevent me from doing most exercises. I don't super like exercise and I'm currently dancing between a size eight and 10. Y'all, my desired ideal of being a size four is dumb. And why is that even important? How would my life be different if I was a size four compared to a size eight? I'd wear size four pants. That's about it. My friends wouldn't like me more. My husband wouldn't love me more. My value wouldn't go up as my size went down. I don't truly care about being athletic or running a marathon or looking like Gwyneth Paltrow. 
I mean, I wouldn't say no to looking like Gwyneth Paltrow if it just happened, but I'm not willing to work for it. And yet I carry around that size four ideal as something I should always be working on. It affects my daily life. Everything I eat, every exercise I don't do, every pair of pants that doesn't have a four on it reminds me that I'm failing. But y'all, failing at what? I've set myself up to fail at something that doesn't even matter. It's crazy. And I think we all do it in tons of areas. If goals trip us up because they're laced with ambition we don't have and ideals don't even make sense, what do we do? Are we just supposed to live each day without reaching for something, without progressing towards something? Of course not. Let's just be intentional about how we go about it. I wrote a pretty detailed post called How to Set Goals Like a Normal Person. I'll link to it in the show notes at thelazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash goals. In that, I offer a new definition of a goal. Everyone sees goals as a destination, as something to check off. If you don't know when you're done, it's not a goal. Well, that hasn't worked for me yet. So we might as well try a new way, right? What do we have to lose? So my definition of a goal has transformed how I see my life and what I choose to do. Maybe the same will happen to you. Let's see a goal, not as a destination, but as a purposeful direction. We're on a path. Sometimes we run a long distance at once. Sometimes we stand still for a while. No matter how fast you move or how much you even care about it on any given day, you're still on a path that matters, a path that's headed in a purposeful direction. In that post I mentioned, I go into detail about the entire process of figuring out your path and setting yourself up for success, but I will quickly go over the first part here. How do you figure out your path? How do you decide your purposeful direction? You can do this at any point, but Monday, January 1st seems like such a great day, right? There are three questions to ask yourself. First, who do you want to be? Second, why does being this person matter to you? And third, how are you more like this person than you were a year ago? Let's look at these specifically. Who do you want to be? So often we create goals around what we want to do, and that's a problem. Doing taps into that wonky ambition thing we're uncomfortable with and puts pressure on tasks rather than on intention. So don't ask yourself what you want to do. Ask yourself who you want to be. Be specific. Do you want to be a runner, an author, a photographer, a cook, a business owner, a mom who connects with her family around the table every night, a reader, a traveler? Who do you want to be? Imagine that person and pay attention to what happens in your soul when you do. You might already know the exact word, the exact person you want to be. I want to be a bakery owner. Truly. That's my, that's been my secret dream for years. And in the last couple of years, I've decided to bring it out of the shadows. If I want to be a bakery owner in five, 10 years, what does that mean for my life today? It's much easier to be motivated to bake bread with dinner when I know each loaf makes me a better baker and therefore a better bakery owner down the road. Baking bread isn't laden with guilt of, I should make more food from scratch, or my kids won't feel loved if I don't make their food. All of that is garbage. But being on the path of bakery owner, moving in a purposeful direction towards that makes each decision matter more deeply and feel worth doing. So who do you want to be? This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. 
I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system this episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off.
second question, why does being this person matter to you? Again, my ideal is to be Gwyneth Paltrow, to spend hundreds of dollars on a garlic press and tell people how to make their hair look like it was made by fairies. But why? Why does being that person matter? It takes all of two seconds to know that it doesn't. Being Gwyneth Paltrow has no real significance in my life. Now being a bakery owner, that matters. I like to be a visionary and be my own boss. Baking makes me feel like myself more than just about anything else. Sharing food with people, making them feel welcomed and safe, it motivates me beyond words. I love this city. I was born here and I've never lived anywhere else. The thought of contributing to its life with a bakery that meets the needs of my neighbors and friends thrills me. It is so easy to know why being a bakery owner matters to me. And knowing that significance makes every decision stemming from that worthy of my time and effort, even the hard stuff. So why does being a runner, a reader, a seamstress, a person overflowing with hospitality, why does being that person matter to you? You'll almost certainly recognize if that reason is enough to claim it as your path. Question three, how are you more like this person than you were a year ago? This is a great heat check on the validity of this dream or goal. We tend to move toward what makes us come alive, even if that thing isn't a tangible goal. Like if you want to be a runner, maybe you tried your first 5k last year. If you want to be a reader, maybe you said no to a few items of clothing in order to spend money on books that you usually don't allow yourself to buy. What changes, no matter how small, have you subconsciously made to move you in the direction of the person you want to be? If there have been no moves, if you're exactly in the same place you were a year ago, it doesn't necessarily mean you should find another path, but it's definitely worth paying attention to. It could be that you're so scared of following your dreams and making them tangible goals that you've just completely ignored them. That's real, but probably more likely you've been aiming for something in word only. If deeds haven't followed even the tiniest, tiniest bit, you could definitely be dreaming someone else's dream. So those three questions, who do you want to be? Why does being this person matter? And how are you more like this person than you were a year ago? Will help you find your path. They'll help you discover what direction makes you come alive to spend some of your very precious energy on staying there, on moving forward sometimes, on claiming a path, no matter how slowly you move as your own. Obviously the process does not stop there. There's more to setting goals like a normal person and watching them actually become practical and tangible choices in your daily life. Check out the show notes to finish reading that entire post, the lazygeniuscollective.com slash lazy slash goals. And at the bottom of that post is a great little freebie to help you get started on tracking something that matters. I'm begging you, please don't track something that is someone else's ideal for you. You deserve more than that, my friend. Okay, let's finish up with the lazy genius tip of the week, which really is the lazy genius tip of the year. You guys say it with me. No more notebooks, no more journals, no more buying another planner, hoping it's the magical one you've been looking for. I have purchased three legit planners in the last two months, hoping for magic. And while one is doing, is going to do the job fine, it is, it's going to have to, because I have promised that 2018 is the year I don't buy a single bound volume of blank lined, gridded, dotted, or dated paper. No more. Because guess what? Every time we buy a new one, we start over. We treat it the way we treat our goals. Well, this one failed, so let's try another one and have super high expectations. 
And then the more notebooks and journals and planners we have, the more we forget all the things we wrote in them. I did write a massive post about bullet journaling, which I'll link to in the show notes, but I'm taking a break from bullet journaling this year. It's like how people wait until they have a lot of money to get a financial planner, but really you need one when you're pretty poor so that you're using your money the best possible way. That's how it is with my work in 2018. I have so much coming down the pike, you guys. I'm so stoked to tell you about it, but I have a minuscule amount of time to do it. I'm running the ship on about 10 hours a week. So it's not easy. So this year I need structure done for me. I need someone um, who's drawn the calendar boxes already, who's asking me pertinent questions to remind me of what I need to do so that I can just do the work rather than structuring it myself in my bullet journal. So tiny hiatus on bullet journaling in 2018, but regardless, no new planning, journaling, noting books of any kind. Let's use what we have. Let's remember that a journal isn't gonna magically transform our lives. It doesn't exist. So stop all the false starts that come with every cute planner you buy at Target. I am not one for New Year's resolutions, but this one I'm on board with. Are you, are you guys with me? Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited about this year with you. There are such fun things coming and I can't wait to start telling you about them. And do me a favor as we start this year. Can you think about someone you know who might enjoy this podcast and tell them about it? It's such a gift to see more and more people living lazy genius lives and dropping the pressure of trying at the wrong things. Let's invite more people into that this year. So take just a minute and maybe text a friend or a family member your favorite episode and share the lazy genius love, man. That would be such a gift to me and to lots of others too. Okay, friends, I'll be back next week to talk more goal setting specifics. And until then, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Bye guys. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.